Welcome to the All Around Joe Podcast, where we optimize your human performance from my personal experience as an athlete, coach, and all-around self-improvement junkie. In this podcast, we're going to talk about how to close out the year in style, and I'm going to go through or teach you how to go through an exercise that I do at the end of every year, and then follow up with how to do this on a very small amount of time on a weekly basis in order to make sure that you're going to not only reflect feel thankful, learn how to change some things, and then also how you're going to crush 2018 with the goals slash outcomes that you're going to be setting for that year. It's going to be fantastic. I'm looking forward to doing this myself right now, so I thought I would share it with you so you can follow along and maybe we can even collaborate a little bit on what you're going to accomplish and how I can help you to get that done. Before we hop right into that though, I want to talk about some of the partners because the partners are what keep this show going and they're people that I highly recommend you check out if you haven't done so already. The first is the Whoopstrap and you can find them at whoop.com. The Whoopstrap is an always on activity tracker that helps me to stay healthy and working out harder and harder and smarter and smarter. It is an always on activity tracker that tracks my HRV, heart rate, sleep, and it is constantly learning about me. So it is going to be able to tell me better now after using it for almost a year, how recovered I am on a daily basis and if I should work out, if I should practice, if I should take the day off. If you're a hard charger like me or you just have no body awareness, this is something that's absolutely great for you so that you can actually have something else telling you whether or not you should be training that particular day or if you should, you know, maybe you need a spa day. If you're in the red, Take the day off work, personal health day, go to the spa, make yourself feel better. Truly, that is what it's doing. So it would help you to perform better at work, in your gym, wherever you want to perform, it would help you. So go to whoop.com, that's whoop.com, and use the code allaroundjoe to get yourself 100 bucks off. Yep, 100 bucks off your whoop with the code allaroundjoe. The other partner that I want to talk about is InsideTracker at InsideTracker.com. This is the most beneficial thing that I've done in years because it is a blood testing company that tells you what you should be eating and what supplements you should be taking. Even if you're somebody like me that tests everything, you still don't know what is going on inside your body unless you're actually doing some sort of testing of your internal components like your blood. I tried to do this through journaling, through keeping track of how I was feeling for years, and I found out that I was way off, and I had tons of blood markers that were not in line with where I want them to be for performance, for mental health, for longevity, all of that stuff. So now that I'm doing Inside Tracker, I do it about once every six months in order to make sure that I am in tip-top shape so that I know I'm moving towards my particular goals that I have. I feel so much better. I'm leaner. Even though actually Inside Tracker told me to eat more carbohydrates, so most people are like, stay away from carbs, are terrible. But for me, the particular carbohydrates that I was, tr- I was eating were wrong, the proteins I was eating were wrong, so I changed those around, leaned up almost in the next few weeks. It was pretty, pretty outrageous how the results were. So go to InsideTracker.com, use the code Joe to get yourself 10% off, and start to know what's going on inside your body and making the changes that are necessary for you to be totally optimized and crushing how you feel and how you look and how you perform. 
you have any questions about those, let me know. All right, how to close out this year in style. We made it to the end of the year. We wanna know how to make sure that we not only finish out the year strong, but are ready to crush things in 2018 in this next year that's coming up. I thought this was a great time to do this. The truth is though, if you're listening to this podcast a different time and you haven't done something like this, you could do this at any time during the year. It doesn't have to be the end of the year. It could be for end of the month. It could be for a quarter of the year. It could be whenever this podcast is found in your earbuds or in your car or wherever you're listening to it. And you can start and do this right now if you feel like that you haven't done this before, you need a reset. So here we go. Here are the things that we're gonna do. The first thing is gonna be reflection. Okay, and I should have mentioned that if you're driving, you can do this. It's ideal if you're not having to like stop and go and get in and out a bunch. And if you are, then you might want to put this podcast for another time. But if you're driving down a really straight road on the highway or something for the next 30 minutes to an hour, that would be great. Or if you are chilling out, grab yourself a notepad, pen and paper, that type of thing, your favorite note-taking app on your phone or your computer, I use Evernote, and get yourself ready for this one because that's how it's gonna be the most impactful if you're actually following along. This is gonna have some action items for you, so get yourself ready. The first thing we're gonna do is reflection. This is the perfect time of year for, or this is the perfect time of year or your life for a little reflection. I do this every week, which I highly recommend you do. We're going to talk about that a little bit later. But either way, now is a big reflection time. It's for the whole year. Before you run off, listen to another podcast, here's why this is super important. It's going to help you feel better. It's going to help you to achieve more this next coming year. And you want to feel better and you want to achieve more, right? Because we always feel better. We can always achieve more. So keep on listening, all right? Take the time to stop and reflect because I think, to me, it's very meditative, And I just think of meditative as a good thing. So we're going to call it very meditative. It allows us to slow down for a few minutes, really think about what we did, what we liked, what we disliked, etc. And yes, we are going to talk about what we disliked. So here we go. And these days, our lives are so filled up with reactionary things. What do I mean by that? I mean like our phone pings us, we get text messages, we get emails. And I turn all of these things off personally. I'm not telling you you have to do that, but just Sit, sit aside and think about how reactionary we are, right? Somebody calls us and asks us to do something. Our boss asks us to do something. We get an email and we go down and we click that link. It is constantly reactionary. But when are we taking time to actually do the things that we want to do? It's what we're doing right now. So I hope that you're actually doing this and going to be taking this exercise seriously because it's going to be incredibly beneficial for you. And like I said, I turn off all of those res- reactionary things on my phone, on my devices, so I don't have things popping up. I'm getting way, way, way more done. And you can do certain things, which are kind of cool, where you set up your devices to only ping you if you have certain people trying to get in touch with you. So if there's important people in your life, you set it up so that that's when the, when the pings come through. But not all of the other crap. You don't want all the other crap. All right? So getting back to it, first, we're just going to take a few minutes to think about last year. I want you to go through each one of the months, start with January of last year, and just go through. Or if it's easier for you to go the other way, start with December, then go November and go backwards through the year. But I want you to just pause and think about the year and all the things that have happened. Just go through each month, think about them, think about how each thing was put together, Take the time. If you want to, now would be a good time if you want to pause the podcast. So put it on pause. 
Think about each one of the months. And when you're done, hit play again. And we'll go to the next section. All right, back. So you just thought about the whole year, did the reflection. Cool, let's do it. Now, thankfulness is what comes up. So science has shown that people who have a thankfulness practice are happier people. And having been the type of person that didn't do this and then has done this, I can tell you that it definitely makes you feel good. And feeling good makes you happy. So am I happier because I do thankfulness practice? I think so. So that's why I'm going to recommend that you do it as well. So in the last exercise, you thought about the whole year, and this time, we're going to think about the things that we're thankful for. So if you're driving, I want you to think about all of the good things that happened to you this year. So again, pause the podcast and literally literally relive as many good things that you can think of from the last year and enjoy the heck out of them. Like I said, it's ideal if you're not going to be having to do, you know, stop and go traffic or think about what you're doing while you're driving. If you're on a long straight road on the highway, this is a perfect time. You can just kind of make sure that you are being incredibly safe and just zone out for a second and go through each one of the months and think of all of the things that you could be happy, happy for or thankful for in the last year and try and relive them. Like feel the feelings that you felt during those particular times. And like I said, enjoy this, have fun with it. If you're not driving or running, I suppose that you could be running as well because running you can go through and you can meditate as you're running. You could think about all the things. It's a perfect time to do this. But if you're not driving or running, grab a piece of paper, note-taking app. I like Evernote, like I said before. Now go through every single month and write down all of the good things that you can be thankful for from the last year. So in the, in the reflection, we just thought about them. In the thankfulness, we're going to actually write down all of the things that we're thankful for. And when you're done writing these things down, I want you to actually relive them. So you wrote them down. You're probably going to have a little bit more detail than if you were driving and you couldn't write them down. And you're going to actually go through it and relive all of them. Like I said, refeeling all the feelings that you felt during these thankfulness types of things that you had in the last year. Go through each thing. Every day, every minute, or whatever time period it is, feel it. Do it for each one. Little side note slash tip. If nothing comes to mind, open up your picture album on your phone. Not where you're driving, of course. On your phone or on your computer. Or open up Facebook. Facebook's a great one because people will tag you in things. And you can get ideas for the whole year. You can get ideas for all the things that happened. And those will spark memories. And then I want you to relive those memories from the pictures. Or what maybe will happen is that you'll see the pictures and then it will actually spark some things that you don't have pictures of because I'm sure that there are things that you're thankful for that somebody didn't have a camera that popped up and took a picture of it. So try and get all of the little juicy things, write them down and relive them. And another fun thing that I've done before that I wasn't planning on talking about in this podcast, but I will take uh, an hour or two at the end of each year and put together a collage with the pictures that I have for all the cool things that happened over the year. And then I'll make that into like a, 
one big picture or PDF or whatever that I'll save and then I can look for each year and see what all of the cool things were that happened. I know that there are things like Facebook, they'll try and be like, year review, blah, blah, blah. But I don't think that that really captures all of it. So I try and make like a vision board. That's what the word I was looking for, like a vision board from the last year of all of the things that have happened. Then you save that so you can go through one year at a time and quickly see all the things that happened without having to go through all of the photos for the last five or 10 years. This is really fun. It's going to be a cool activity. I spend, like I said, a cup of coffee or two and a couple of hours putting this together. It's super fun. I wasn't planning on putting it in there. It's just kind of like a side note for this particular podcast, but I do recommend that you check that out because it has been super fun for me to do, and I think it could be fun for you too. Okay, so you probably thought, you know, I'm trying to always be this super positive guy. Joe, he he won't think about it or talk about anything negative here. But this is the time that we're going to talk about the things that you want to change. All right? We're going to talk about the bad crap. Here it is. But here's the deal. I don't want you to dwell on these things. You must think of them as how you're going to change them for the better. And knowing how a lot of people think, I know there's going to be people out there who are going to try and be the Grinch, and they're thinking, I've got these things that are super bad, that there's no positive thing about them, that we can't change, blah, 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 blah. And I'm going to give you an example, a very personal example, and show you how something like death can be turned into a positive thing, or you can focus on the positive aspect of it. So things that you want to change. And over the year, my my grandmother died, and it was a very sad time, but you know, you always try and celebrate these things, right? And the thing that I'm going to say that I wish that I would have changed is, or that I'm going to change, is that I'm going to focus on the people that I want to spend time with before the life gets taken away, right? The people that are really special to me. I'm going to emphasize how I'm going to change those particular things, how I'm going to really focus on people and relationships being way more important to me than the jobs or the businesses or the other stupid excuses that our society and our life puts on us that makes us think that they're more important. And these things are not more important. If you've listened to this podcast before, you know that your health, your personal health is the most important because if you're not healthy enough to stay alive, then you're not going to be able to take care of anybody else. You're not going to be able to do your job. You're not going to be able to give back. You're not going to have any of those things. So you, number one, have to focus on you being the optimal, super primed, super healthy person that you can be. And then it trickles down to your family and then your job. And you have these things put in a prioritized order so that you know when you have to make decisions, what decisions are the most important for you. And you make those freaking decisions. You don't put them off. So your health is going to be the most important thing. And in this particular situation, I'm going to say, and I'm going to focus on making changes so that I'm not, you know, thinking, oh, I've got to work or I've got to record this podcast or whatever, instead of going and spending time with somebody that's actually going to be meaningful. That's how I'm going to make that change and how I'm going to focus on that particular thing that it was like, you know, yeah, somebody died and that was, you know, sad. But what would I have liked to change about that? I would have wished that I had spent more time with my grandmother. So I'm going to focus on the people that I can spend more time with and how I'm going to change and turn that into a positive. So that's what I recommend that you're doing. And an example of a smaller thing would be, let's say that you've had an argument. There was a tough argument that you had over the last year that you're going to focus on. And you want to think about the words that you could have used or what you could have done in order to make that into a, not, not a non-argument or a productive argument 
moment or something that is going to actually spawn a better friendship from that particular conversation. And you make that change and you visualize what it's going to be like. And then you have that for every single thing that you wish that you would have or could have changed in the last year. Because we're making ourselves better. We're going to attack these situations when they come up again and have actually made those changes because we're not going to do the same thing that we've done in the past. We're going to adjust. We're going to do it better. And we're going to continue moving forward. So I want you to write down all of those things and write down how you would change them. All right, here we go. You should have paused the podcast. I forgot to tell you that, but if you need to do it again, pause the podcast, write down all of those things and how you're going to change them and then turn this back on. Okay, here we go. Here's the fun part of the part that I really, really enjoy. I think this is super exciting stuff. The goals and outcomes that you're going to achieve in this next year. The goals and outcomes are the stuff that gets me super excited because they're things that haven't been accomplished yet. This is what you're going to make happen in this coming year. I mean, hell yeah, you're going to make this happen. You should be getting super stoked about this. I want you to write down all of the goals slash outcomes that you want to accomplish in the next year. Then... I want you to put a date when you're going to accomplish them by. Do I want you to be realistic? I I don't want you to be realistic, but at the same time, I do want you to be realistic. And you're going to figure out how realistic you have to be because we're going to put some action steps in place as you're writing down these goals. So here's an example. If you have no company right now and you want to have a company with 100 employees, that's probably not going to happen in the next 30 days. Could it happen? Anything is freaking possible. But if you put the action steps in place, how would you have to have that be accomplished by? So for example, if you wanted that to happen in 30 days, you might have to go out and buy a company but you're not probably going to go out and hire 100 employees in the next 30 days and have it be a thriving, awesome company. Do you see what I'm saying? So is it possible? Yeah. And if you want that to happen, can it? Yeah. You're just gonna, I'm going to ask you to put the action steps in place so that it correlates with what your outcomes and goals are. So, like I said, I want you to write down how you might see these things happening, Okay. Or first off, I want to write you down what the goals are. I want you to put the date. And finally, I want you to write down how you see these things happening. So an action plan. This step is super important because we are not the type of people that believe in positive thinking. Got that one from Tony Robbins. We're the type of people that set goals slash outcomes and then we take actions towards making them happen. Now, here's an example. The goal or outcome is that you want to weigh 140 pounds by June 1st of 2018. Now, notice how I said that I wanted to weigh 140 pounds and I didn't talk about the amount of weight that I wanted to lose because the important thing is we focus on ourselves at 140 pounds. It's not the amount of weight. We focus on the outcome that we want. Got it? So this could be for any of your goals. You're going to focus on the outcome, not the number that you want to change by. Then we're going to put together how it's going to happen. Here's an example. I want to weigh 140 pounds by June 1st. I'm going to do that by listening to Joe's podcast on how to pick a CrossFit gym. Yes, I do have an all-around Joe podcast on how to pick a CrossFit gym because I think it's super important and not all CrossFit gyms are created equal, unfortunately, so you have to pick the ones that are the best. I'm going to put the podcast number for that in the show notes. So go over to allaroundjoe.com slash 117. That's allaroundjoe.com slash 117 to find the show notes and to figure out 
where the podcast is for how to pick a CrossFit gym. And then adding on to that, we're still on the action steps for this goal of 140 pounds by June 1st. Then I'm going to join a CrossFit gym by June, by, I'm sorry, January 10th. So by January 10th, I'm going to have listened to that podcast on how to choose a CrossFit gym. I'm going to have gone and checked out CrossFit gyms and I'm going to join them by January 10th. Then I'm going to ask Joe what resources or books I could read about diet or nutrition that will help me get towards my goal. Because diet nutrition is half of the equation, right? You got to sit yourself working out and then you got to have the fuel that you need in order to reach your goal of 140 pounds or the lack of fuel or however you want to think about it. You got to know what you want to eat or what you're going to eat in order to reach that goal. And we're going to put together a backup plan. So this is really good and something I haven't necessarily heard of other people doing, but I don't see why not because sometimes things don't go your way, but how you're going to actually have a backup plan in place in order to continue moving towards your goal, even if it's not perfect. So the backup plan for this particular scenario of weighing 140 pounds by June 1st is if I don't feel like I'm slowly getting to my goals, and I yes, I say slowly because I think that most goals are going to be better if we get them to them slowly because it means that we've put habits in place in order to reach those goals and they're not just some sort of fluke thing that we accidentally stumbled ourselves into and got some huge massive results. Do we want massive results? And I read books about taking massive action and getting massive results. Yes, but we want to make sure that it's duplicatable so that we know exactly why we had it happen. So I think a weight loss goal, for example, of let's say losing 20 or 40 pounds or whatever it may be is going to be more realistic and better fit if we set a goal of longer, slower than super fast and quick. Even though our society says that we want super fast and quick, trust me, anything that I've done that I've gotten incredibly quick results on, it's usually not sustainable. And I want this to be lifestyle. I want it to be sustainable. I want these goals to actually stick. So for example, the backup plan, if I don't feel like I'm slowly getting to my goal by March 1st, then I'm going to hire a nutritionist, right? I'm going to take it out of my hands. I'm going to actually hire a nutritionist to look at my nutrition, look at my diet and make sure that I'm headed towards the right place. Then I'm going to ask the CrossFit head coach if they think I'm training enough to reach my goal. So it's also important that you're going to be training enough because it's like I said, 50-50. You got the nutrition, you got the training for this particular goal. So you have to make sure that you're on the right track. And this could be for any business thing, relationships thing, anything like that. You just have to think about what these particular outcome is going to be that you want, the date that you want to get it by, the action plan, what you're going to do in order to get that, and then a backup plan in order to have that just in case this happens or it doesn't happen. What am I going to do? Who am I going to talk to? Who am I going to hire in order to help me to get to that particular goal? Putting these things in place are going to get you to these particular goals. Then, After you have all of your goals and outcomes written down with dates and action plans and backup plans, I want you to go through each of them and do the fun part. What's the fun part? The fun part is visualizing each of these happenings. So obviously, I don't want you to do this while you're driving. So this would be a great time to put this on pause and go and write these down. You're obviously not going to write them down as you're driving either, although you could do an audio recording, which would be a good way to start if you're actually going to be stuck in the car for the next few hours. But write all of these things down and then you're going to visualize them. You're going to step into your shoes. These shoes, you're going to close your eyes. You're going to walk yourself through a day having accomplished each one of these particular goals. And you're going to feel the things that you should be feeling or you're going to feel or you want to feel with these goals accomplished. So it's going to be incredibly fun to do this. It should be, or at least it might feel weird at first. And I think it may have felt weird at first when I first did it. But then when you get into the 
the, the groove of it, the hang of it, it is incredibly fun. You get to actually accomplish the things before you've accomplished them so that you know what you're headed towards. Very good stuff. So if you want to do this right now, put this on pause, go through. This could take, you know, five minutes to ten minutes, an hour even, to go through all of these visualizations, but it's incredibly worth it. Remember, you're only doing this once a year. You're setting yourself up right. You're going to do this now and get her done. Final step. All right. High five yourself. You got this far. Final step is to put a reminder in your calendar to look back over what you've written down once a week. Before you freak out, this is only going to take five to 15 minutes and I've been doing it once a week for the last year and I can, I can't tell you how, how beneficial this is. What I want you to do is once a week, you set a little reminder in your calendar, set it up for five, 10, 15, 30 minutes, do it at a time when you know you're going to have some time and you can adjust it. So you make sure that you get it done. I like to do it in Sunday morning when I have my coffee, when I'm feeling really motivated, and it, I burn through it super quick, and it's incredibly easy. You can write it down in a journal, or you can do it in your Evernote app or your Notes app on your computer. I tend to do it on a Notes app on my computer and just have the template set up already. First thing you're going to do is you're going to have your thankfulness things, the things you were thankful for for the last week. Then you're going to have the things that you would like to change that have happened in the last week, then you're going to have the goals and you're going to go through and reread all of your goals and revisualize them. So you do this once a week, it's really quick and easy, and it will help you to stay on track with all of the things that you put down for this year that you want to accomplish. It is super powerful. I highly recommend that you do this. Schedule it up right now. And here's the other thing. If you just listen to this podcast and you actually didn't take the action, schedule up an hour or so to re-listen to this podcast and go through all the action steps that you need to in order to accomplish this. And then you're going to do the weekly check-ins with yourself where you do a week of what are the things that you're thankful for, what you're going to change, and then go in over your goals and visualizing them. It will make a world of difference if you're not accomplishing the things that you would like to accomplish already in your life. Do this, and these are the things that the successful people are doing in order to continue hitting their goals. So let's supercharge your results. Let's get this done. Let's do it now. Let's schedule it and make that contract with yourself. All right, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you guys did, or if you have not done this before, please, 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 if you enjoyed this, subscribe, rate, and review the podcast on iTunes. Every time I get a five-star review, it helps me to get this podcast shown to more people around the world, and the more people that I can educate around the world, the closer we're going to get to having people know what they should know about their fitness, nutrition, and health that they should be taught in schools that they're not being taught because, as you know fitness, nutrition, all of that stuff, they're just like freaking drugs for our body, right? I mean, to say that it's any different is just mind-blowing, and we should know exactly how the food is going to be affecting us, how the exercise is going to be affecting us, and that is my mission, my journey, in order to help people around the world to know that better so they can make the better decisions and be healthier for themselves and for their families and for their particular missions. So head over to allaroundjoe.com slash iTunes. Please give me a five-star review if you thought this podcast was beneficial for you. And subscribe, and it will help me to get the podcast out to more people. As a thank you, I want to also let you guys know that I have a free giveaway for you at 
of the five supplements that I cannot live without. These are kind of the, once your fitness and nutrition is in place, you can put these supercharging supplements into your life and they will help you to get those extra 1% gains. Go to allaroundjoe.com slash top five and enter your name and email and you'll get a list of the top five supplements that I can't live without and most of them have discount codes on them so that you can get discounts on those supplements. That's at allaroundjoe.com slash top five. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. Thank you for listening. The All Around Joe Podcast, where we optimize your human performance from my personal experience as an athlete, coach, and all-around self-improvement junkie. I will see you on the next podcast.